If you're a mom who's locked yourself in the bathroom for five minutes of peace, this is your podcast. I'm Jody Schilling, your host. Welcome to the Good Mom Podcast. Here, we will talk about how to stop people pleasing, how to stop doing too much for everyone else, and we'll define what a real good mom really is. I can tell you, as a mom of four, I have been through it all, and I beat myself up for years believing I was not enough. I finally cracked the code on how to be my real self. I learned how to stop apologizing, and it changed everything. You can start now to be the real you, the mom you were always meant to be. Let's do it. Hey there, mamas all over the world. So wherever you are listening, if you are questioning that you are a good mom, you are listening to the correct podcast today. This is what you need to hear. You are a good mom. There's absolutely no question about that. But your brain is going to continue to offer the contrary. (laughs) So we can counter that with reconnecting new neural pathways. and. What I want to share this week with you is a little different take on the podcast. And what I'd like to just share is I have three daughters and one son. And I just thought that what I would share this week is lessons that I've learned. And I'm going to just do my three daughters because I've learned so much from my son (laughs) that I'm going to have that be a different episode. So this episode, episode 19, is lessons I've learned from my three daughters. And I'm going to start with my first daughter, oldest daughter, is 25 now. And what I can say that I've learned from her, if I had to say one major lesson, is that she has taught me that being consistent and sticking with the things that you are really good at the things that are your strengths and doing those things consistently and just being proud of what you're good at and not in a bragging way, but just owning it, owning what you're good at, sticking with what you're good at, doing what you're good at consistently. And I think just even being consistent across like all areas of your life, just Being someone who has a routine that works and you can repeat, she has been so successful with that. And that is so not me. (laughs) I am, I am not a consistent person and I, I don't know where it comes from, where we get these traits and then for, you know, whatever reason they either work for us on some level or they don't. And then we repeat. And so for me, being inconsistent in the way that I do things has worked for me on a different level. But what I have found is that not being consistent doesn't help me reach my goals in the way that my oldest daughter has been able to do. So that has been, there's so many things I I could say about each of my kids, but if I had to choose one, that's what I would say about my oldest daughter. And it's, It's come up for me a lot in recent years where I've noticed that when I am consistent, whether it's having a daily journaling practice where I write down what I'm 
what I'm thankful for. And I do that daily gratitude. Or I recently started running again. And this is an example of me not being consistent because I was consistent in the summer. And then in the fall, I got away from my running routine and now I'm running again. And that consistency of just knowing every day that I get up that I am a runner and I go running has made such a difference in my life. And I I think it's true for so many things in our life that where we can be consistent, we get different results. And especially in our relationships with our family members, having consistent interactions that are predictable in a way, but also just consistent. It really like has a cumulative effect over time that makes the relationship stronger as long as those interactions are coming from love and acceptance and from a wholehearted place. So my second daughter (laughs) has also taught me so many lessons. It's really, it was really an interesting exercise to do this. And I recommend that that each of you do this as well to think, you know, what is the main lesson? I mean, it's fine to write down all the lessons that you can think of, but if you have to narrow it down, it makes you think, which would I choose that would be the the biggest lesson that I learned from that particular child? And so my middle daughter is now 22 and She, if I had to name what she has taught me the most, I would have to say that she taught me that to speak up and advocate for yourself and for others in a bold way and to bring energy, to just bring energy to what you do. She's definitely a go big or go home kind of girl. And what's so interesting is that these characteristics and these things that they have taught me are not my strengths (laughs) at all. So in this case, me being someone who I would never have thought of myself as being much of, of a person who spoke up when I was growing up, I tended to be shy when I was young and also definitely not bold. I wasn't what I would call an advocate either. I was a people pleaser as I've shared before, I wanted everybody to get along. I was more of a peacemaker, which is the opposite (laughs) of what my middle daughter taught me. Yeah, she definitely is one who is not afraid at all to, you know, bring on, bring on the conflict if that's what gets us to a better place. And often it is exactly what is needed to get us to a better place and to not be afraid of that. That's been a huge lesson that I would not have learned if she hadn't not only provided me the opportunity to advocate for her when she was younger, but also to advocate for myself. And then later, there's just so many times as a, both as a parent and as a teacher and as a school leader, and just in all these different times in my life where advocating for human rights or for better treatment, for anti-bullying, for, you know, there's just, there's so many examples that I think that my middle daughter gave me the, the confidence to, to be an advocate and to say what needed to be said and to have hard conversations. So that has been 
something I've really, really appreciated. And then my youngest daughter, she, (laughs) oh my goodness, she taught me to really, now this one is a little bit more in line with, is more natural for me. So this is something that I tend to do as well, but she just took it to a whole nother level. I would say that she taught me that finding meaning in our life and in our in the happenings in our life that happen to us, but also in the ones that we choose and how we are selective about the relationships that we have and the quality of the relationships we have and the choices that we make for our careers or for our any type of major decision that we make um, for jobs or living, you know, all of those things. She has taught me that thinking really deeply and having an awareness of multiple perspectives, just again, finding the deeper meaning behind things. That's what I would say my youngest daughter has taught me. And I just, as I think about my three daughters and how different and unique each of them are, and they bring these strengths that they have taught me, I think as a mom, you know, each of them have also told me things at different times that have been so profound, right? Where I have been, I think back to when my youngest was really little and my oldest was, in a way she was like telling me how to parent the my youngest. You know, it was so fascinating. I think she was like seven and, you know, my youngest was two and she was telling me how, like she needed to be able to monitor her emotions and I needed to be a good model for that. And I was like, yes, you are, you are right. That was just one example. And then there were other times where I I remember my middle daughter saying, you know, like just telling me flat out, mom, you need to get sleep. Like you, you can't stay up all night. Each of my girls at different times have said, and my youngest very recently told me that, I am not good at having my own opinion and then it's hard for people to trust me to have my own opinion because when a situation comes up, I will tend to change my opinion to please people that are there, but I end up not pleasing some of the people there because they can't trust me to have my own opinion. I mean, that that was a pretty like, whoa, I like, I was thinking, who is the life coach here? (laughs) Right? So, and those are just three examples, but there are many examples at different times where each of my girls have taught me something really, you know, profound. So what I'd like to offer to you all with this, with this podcast this week is for you to think about your own kids and think about, you know, what is the major lesson that you've learned from each of them? And I think that, you know, our kids teach us things and so many times, I, at least for me, I feel like they've taught me more than I've taught them, right? But it's not intentional. I mean, there's there's a few examples where my kids were like, yeah, I definitely need to tell mom. Oh, and also they, thank goodness, they give me so much fashion advice too. So that that's a bonus. But I think that a lot of times they don't have any idea how much they taught me. You know, that it wasn't an intentional thing on their part. So... Anyway, I, I'd like to say how thankful I am that I have these daughters 
in their 20s and they are so fired up about making the world a better place in big ways and in small ways. And I am so proud of this generation. I think that they're going to really take the reins and we are going to come out of this period of time where we've struggled so much in so many ways with their leadership and their resiliency. And I really so proud of them. But I'd also like to just share that. So my girls grew up in the era of Taylor Swift was so popular. And so we had so many road trips and painting parties and, you know, just different times with my girls where we would listen to Taylor Swift. And I feel like in some ways, Taylor Swift really influenced me as a mom with my girls because my girls listen to her music and the lyrics and the almost the way that she evolved where she her music evolved she evolved as an artist and she was such a role model for my girls and i think because of the age the ages that they are and in a way i think my girls grew up with taylor swift you know in a way that wouldn't have happened if they were different ages and i feel like because i listened to all those songs with them i think that there's something special about our relationship and there may be other moms out here who can relate to this Taylor Swift connection. (laughs) But anyway, there's a song that there's so many songs that I love, but there's a song that I can't, I mean, I will tear up within the first verse. I definitely can't make it through the whole song without crying. It's not a, it's not from sadness. It's just from the emotion that the song evokes. And I, I can picture when I listen to the song and I recommend any moms who have not heard this song, you should look it up and play it right now. But I picture my kids with, there's there's just different lyrics where I can picture my kids in those moments. And when she talks about them putting on their big coat and having a paint set in the kitchen, and there's just some other ones too. And, and they're, it's so relevant. So if you haven't listened to it, I recommend that. I'm pretty sure you're going to cry. But That's what I have for you on lessons from my daughters this week. I hope that this episode gives you a little glimpse into the way I think about my daughters and I will share other stories as we go forward, but this felt like the appropriate one this week. I was looking at apartments for two of the three and it's just a time in their lives where they're launching into into being who they really are and you know, being adults and starting their lives. And it's a big time. It's a big transition. And so I, I'm with you. If there's any moms out there who are putting their kids in kindergarten next fall, or they're starting high school or any of these transition times, like mine being young adults, I I know that these transitions, you know, they're those times where we, we kind of have to sit back for a minute and go, whoa, this is really happening. And it's a new, it's a new time for us. So thanks for joining me this week. I will see you again next week on the good mom podcast. I almost forgot to tell you the name of the song is the best day by Taylor Swift. So look that one up and you may cry. (laughs) Have a good week. (laughs) 
If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program, and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week and please rate and review.